Hey, this is Pastor Tom with North Lincoln Baptist Church, and you're watching Not Another Church Podcast. This is a weekly podcast featuring church staff and your host, Pastor Tom. So thanks for tuning in. All right, so hey, welcome to uh, Not Another Church Podcast. Today's subject that we're going to talk about is uh, the church and church membership, uh, church but I will say at North Glencoe Baptist Church, just this at this church, there's a weird phenomenon that has occurred where I would say any given Sunday, half of the congregation are not members of this church. We have literally had people nominated for deaconship, us get into the process, and then go, you're not a member. So they were willing to be a deacon, but they're not willing to walk down the aisle and join membership. A lot of churches... So that indicates a lack of teaching on membership and the importance of it. Which is why we're here today. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so um, a lot of churches in our community, uh, it's becoming kind of faddish now to say we don't do membership. Yes, that was a, that's a trend. We've talked about that in years past. And so the argument that's made is, is you're a member of the gym, you're a member at your, your, of the local bank, um, Christmas club. Uh, the church is much more important than just membership. And so it's becoming, uh, it's a bit of a fad. Now, we'll ha have people who go from our church to another church. Uh, they're, from what I can tell, faithfully attending this other church. And then they'll double back when Mama dies and say, well, I'm a member at North Glencoe, and so you guys are supposed to provide a meal. Yes, we have had that happen, yes. Uh, I've literally had someone say, yes, I'm going to, insert name of, of uh, campus-wide church here, I'm going here, but North Glencoe will always be my church thinking that that's something that we're going to go, oh, how sweet is that? When in reality, I just about had to tackle somebody to say, should it, should it? Because they were like, oh, really? We're always your church, huh? We're your church family. And they were, they were going off. So I want us to talk about that. I want us to look at what the Bible teaches about that and us to kind of talk about the, the, what it means and what is the, the church. Is the church, Paul talks a lot about, okay, so it, if this person sins, if they do something, uh, they're to be removed from the church. And does that mean anything in today's context? If I'm kicked out of a church, I really could probably walk to the next church. So I, oh, easily. I, yeah. I, I don't have to drive down the road. I could just, all right, well, catch you later. I'm going to the other church and, uh, and move on with that. So... I think it ties, um, I mean, just broad picture before we jump in here to Scripture and what it means, but I also think it ties back into where we've lost, um, like we don't have to get married. We can just live together. I'm committed to them, the commitments in my heart. I don't have to have the ceremony, the ring, or the piece of paper, or, or whatever it may be that signifies marriage in your country or your place, but you see it happening broad spectrum, Tom, that it's like, I mean, people just... We don't want anybody to place any restrictions or boundaries on our service, energy, time, or soul, for that matter. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's like what you said. It's even kind of a lack of commitment. They don't want to commit to 
Yeah. Something like that. I, I always think when somebody tells me that, and uh, oh, oh, let me rephrase that, always is a, a very strong word, mm-hmm. but I usually, um, when I hear that in a news story or read an article about somebody or even in a book, you know, if I've read a, an, an autobiography or something like that, it always indicates to me a lack of commitment. And, and what it shows, and like you were bringing up earlier as you're introducing this topic, you're talking about someone who goes to a church down the road. Well, they don't just go there. You're putting your, you know, your money, your time, your effort, your energy, your friendships, your bonds, all of the stuff that's part of us and makes us who we are. You're putting it somewhere. So if you say to someone the reason someone gets, you know, the reason, like you said, there was an example of someone who was angry that you had to hold back is because... Why aren't you part of the place that you're calling home or calling your church? Um, are you fully committed to the other place that you're at? If you are, if that's where God's calling you to serve him, then by all means we say, we, we've told people many times, you and I had a discussion earlier today that, you know, if that's where God's calling your family or yourself to serve him in some way, then, then go there. There won't be any hurt feelings or anger over that. Go serve your king wherever it is he's called you. But if this is the place he's called you, then... Let's get on board. Yeah, let's be here. Yeah, all in. (laughs) You know, in current cultural lingo, I mean, let's be all in where we are. Well, and and I think that uh, nationwide, the trend used to be that your average attender attended three times a month. Um, That that was an average. So you had, you know, sickness and something happens or work or whatever. So your average attender came, came to church three times a month. Right now, that number is two times a month, and it's really not quite two. It's like 1.85 times a month. Kind of like you have two point something children. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. But we all know how averages work. So, yeah. so, so, it's little more than 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 you know, just under twice a month. We see that in our own church, where uh, we have 1,200 people who, in the last year have either given or been in a Sunday school or have checked their kids into a Sunday school. We, the software that we use is that's the only way we can capture somebody. Yeah, that's where we have tracking. So we have 1,200 individual people who are a part of this church. But any given Sunday, okay, let's take COVID out of the picture. Let's go pre-COVID. Any given Sunday, we probably have four to 500 people. We take Kids City and, and add it to that, four to 500 people. And so what the trend is, is that that's not all that abnormal, that people, you know, if they, if they lay out, and, and we have yet to see now that we've returned from COVID, how is that going to affect as people say, well, you know what, I've kind of gotten in the habit of just watching it from the couch in my underwear, and the kids can, can watch TV or play on the iPad or whatever. I'm getting more out of it doing it that way. If I go to church, I'm having to deal with all this stuff, and the kids are running around, and people. So I actually, this could be their argument. I'm getting more spiritually fed from sitting on my couch. Uh, I can actually focus. We can watch it on the Roku's. But there's no one there to say, "I missed you this morning. How are you doing? I heard you were having trouble, you know, at your job or with your mom's health, or you know, you lose all of that that comes along with your presence." with the body of believers. Which brings us to what, what exactly is church supposed to be? So let's, let's first start out and establish what does the Bible say the church is supposed to be and create the, the best case scenario, and then we'll back out of that into where, where we find ourselves today. And so the first mention of the church is uh, in the New Testament is where Jesus says, 
um, after Peter's confession, Peter says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus looks at Peter and says, you are Peter. And that's a play on words because Peter's is a nickname. His real name is Simon. And Peter means pebble, little rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, most, most theologians and people who fold this recognize that, that there's a li- that, that's a little bit of a jab. A little, you know, you're about as smart as a rock kind of a thing, or you're hard-headed, or whatever how it was. A group of guys sitting around, there's going to be nicknames. And, and sometimes, you know, you got smelly and spanky, and you, you don't know where those nicknames come from. <laughs> um, I, I went to church with a group of guys that I literally, when one of them went to the hospital, could not get in to see him because I didn't know his real name. And I've been this guy's pastor for years. And it's like, well... And his dad had nicknamed all of his sons after different types of industrial trucks. And this particular guy's nickname was Dump. And so, oh unfortunately, the, the receptionist of the hospital didn't know Dump. <laughs> and so, well, do you have his name? And I'm like, no, no, he's Dump. <laughs> and I can picture his mailbox in my mind. And on the mailbox, it says Dump. And he's got a dump truck, Tonka Toy, on his mailbox. What were his siblings' nicknames? It was like Toe and Dump, and it was just different. <laughs> wow. The, the dad had just, as a funny little thing in their family. Had, uh, so anyway, um, so I get the nickname. So you are Peter, little bitty rock, like pebble, and upon this rock, and then Jesus uses the word for like a giant, uh, huge rock, boulder, um, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so here the church is just, uh, the, the Greek word there just means a gathering of people. It was a word that was commonly used for uh, groups that met outside of the, the temple. So like synagogues would eventually what would come out of that, that word. And it was just a group of people that, that would get together to discuss scripture, to kind of live life with each other. And Jesus here uses it to apply to what's going to happen down the road. We see the church established in the book of Acts. We see them coming together daily. We see them living a lifestyle where if one of their brothers had a financial need, they would go sell some property and use that money to support each other. So there was financial support. There was there, there was spiritual support. There's physical support. And then we get into the book of Hebrews, which I, I've always believed is a transcription of a sermon. Um, and and it, we're commanded in the book of Hebrews, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So by this time, it's matured to a point where there's set times that they would get together. We're pretty sure from things that happen in Acts, it's happening on Sunday because Paul says, when y'all get together on Sunday, be sure to raise the money for the folks in Jerusalem. Yeah. And so it, it looked, by the end of the time of writing, pre-70 AD, mo- most theologians now agree that the New Testament canon was completed before the temple was destroyed, mm-hmm. or uh, that would have made its way into writing because right, that was such right. a massive uh, shift in the way Jewish thought would have occurred. And so pre-70 AD, by the time Jesus died, 34, 35 AD, so 30 years later, church looks somewhat like it does now. People are meeting, on every, you know, get together for Sunday. Clearly, if they love Jesus, they were going on Sunday nights. And then <laughs> for training union. For training unions. Yes. Uh, the kids were going to RAs and GAs. And then Wednesday, Wednesday night, they were doing Awanas. That's right yeah. there. So it looked like it does now. They, they had the table in front of the sanctuary. You, you think I'm kidding. A recent archaeological find, they found a table. Do this in remembrance of me. 
and it was really? white wood. And no, it wasn't. Really. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I, I seem to have missed that article, Tom. <laughs> All right, with that, we end today's podcast. Thanks for watching Not Another Church Podcast with your host, Pastor Tom. We want to invite you to join us Sundays for small group at 9 a.m., worship services starting at 10 a.m., and you can find North Co. Baptist Church live each week on Facebook and our northlinco.org website. If you miss church, no worries. Our past services are easily accessible. They're archived on YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook. Make sure to stay up to date by following northlinco.org. Go serve your king.